Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sex Actually. That's my sexy voice. It is Sunday night. We just watched the Grammys. This is going to be a Dave and Tasha episode. Tasha's making green tea. Is it green tea or what? What is that? It's uh, it's like a chamomile. We're doing chamomile, folks. There's rose petals in it. I'm drinking rose petals, folks. How about that for Valentine's? That's actually perfect. This is a Valentine's episode, everybody. And guess who is doing Valentine's? Oh, I'm too hot. Can you? Do I sound okay to everybody? I think I'm hot. Uh, I'm doing Valentine's. <laughs> do you hear that? I just I just cracked my voice. Oh boy, if you're new to this, I don't uh, always go through puberty. Uh, I've I had a little bender. We had a little bender this weekend. A little impromptu wine tasting. You guys do wine tasting? Boy, if okay, let me educate you folks out there. If you haven't done wine tasting before, it is a pretty good uh, use of twenty bucks. 15 bucks. I mean, right? Most wine tastings don't cost more than that. I feel like you don't spend more than 15 bucks. Anyway, we uh, were hanging out Saturday morning. I had a show Friday night and uh, had a few beers. I had a few beers and a piece of pizza. So um, today's Sunday and I'm staring down two empty. I'm staring down two donuts and two empty donut spaces that I just ate donuts of. Does that make sense? A crate of donuts. The saddest part about the crate of donuts is the donuts you already ate and just the guilty remnants, like the little CSI scene, you know, just like a little bit of crumbs and jelly that's left over, just a smudge of pink frosting. Anyhow, I'm on a bender. I know you've all been listening. I've been good with my sugar uh, detox. Here's the thing. I, uh, I started a cheat day once a week and that turned into cheat weekend. So I started Friday at about 9 p.m., and it's Sunday at 9 p.m., and I'm pretty sure I'm done cheating. Is that 72 hours? Friday? That's only 48. Oh, oh that's, that's just two cheat days. The problem with a cheat day is that you start acknowledging what hour you started the cheat day, and you go as long as you can. So instead of, it used to be I would just do cheat day on Sunday, and then it was like, well, I can really start binging Saturday at noon till Sunday at noon, and then noon comes, okay, Sunday at noon, you know, Hawaiian time. So we're hanging out Saturday morning. We're watching uh, H. Adeline. Adeline or Adeline? Adeline. What was the first movie we watched? We watched some, some shithole movie before that, right? We, we start, No. No clue, right? We don't even remember what we were watching. We were watching something really bad, and then we watched Age of Adeline. That's the one where Blake Lively is like 1,000 years old, but she only looks 29. Lobster. That's it. We watched The Lobster. Boy, I tell you what, I ate a full pot of coffee in me, and I still fell asleep at 9 a.m. watching The Lobster. Um, I haven't had a a weekend off in literally ages. So I was like, I'm going to roll out of bed, have a fucking coffee, and just watch movies I wanted to watch. Well, didn't like it. So that's my non-review of The Lobster, didn't like it. So we're watching Age of Adeline, maybe 20 minutes in, half an hour in, and I get a knock on the door, and of course... In today's world, if you ever get a knock on the door or a phone call, you just assume it's spam or Amazon Go. So I didn't answer it. And then I get a phone call from my buddy Darren, which I also ignored because, you know, sometimes you just got to ignore your friend's phone calls when you're trying to watch a movie. And then uh, he's calling me and then Tasha opens the door and it's my buddy Darren, who is uh, one of my best friends of all time, a lifelong brother from uh, originally we met. We met in college. We went to University of Rhode Island together. Fraternity brother. Anyway. He's like, dude, we got to go. Let's go. We're going to the movies. And we're like, what? No, we're not. He just assumed he would take us to the movies. 
and then uh, didn't tell us we were doing wine tasting at first. So we did – and the, the wine tasting's good. Usually, every other time I've done wine tasting – oh, is that my uh, tea? Can I get a splash of uh, almond milk? Would that be good? Yeah, just, just to keep it cool. Um, this is my rose petal tea, everybody, with almond milk. We're keeping it vegetarian today. Um, so, yeah, so we went uh, – every other wine tasting I've done has been like two glasses red, two or three glasses white, right? It's usually a mixture – but uh, this was a full bubbly wine tasting we went Just to. Bubbles. Uh, there's Tasha. Can you hear yourself? You're in it. You're in I it. Put to the win headphones it. on. Oh there yeah, you're go. good. It's nice and loud. Uh, so yeah, the wine tasting was good, but it was a lot of. Uh, it was five different glasses of champagne, and then we also mixed in, I think, two glasses of red. And I feel like is that all we had? What is this good? Yeah, it's really good. It I actually good? didn't even try that second glass of red, but boy, I was hurting by the end of the night. Four, yeah. It was four glasses of well, champagne. Well, it was noon. And... We literally went there at like 1 p.m. So then we had, and then we, and then we, we chased that all down with a giant tub of buttered <laughs> popcorn, <laughs> which also, we went to John Wick too. So we went from the lobster <laughs> to Asia Adeline to all of a sudden we're on a, uh, you know, bougie pub crawl. I was like, so I didn't want to go to the movies because I was afraid that because I hadn't seen John Wick 1, I wouldn't understand John Wick 2. I quickly realized that there's no plot involved in None. John Wick. No. It's just a shoot em out just movie. Just dudes shooting each other's heads off. And uh, you had your pants off. We were watching Age Adeline, not, not in the movie theater. <laughs> so the fact that you got, you went from having your pants off to, you know, to actually getting dressed to go out was a pretty big deal. That was a big day for Tasha. It was a big Saturday. You put a lot of pressure on me. You and Darren both were not going to yeah, let you me looked, say no. You saw the text thread. You were like, I didn't plan on the, this pub crawl. You just saw that um, Darren was like, hey, you want to go uh, to the movies later? And uh, my response was, what time? And then next thing you know, I have a, he's knocking he's on my door, door like some psycho. <laughs> That's how you know you're good friends with someone when they can just knock on your door. And then I'm like, yeah, my chick's naked. Come on in. Let's do it. Um, anyhow, so uh, so that's where – and then today we uh, – I mean, it's really just been more or less a weekend of um, gluttony, right? Yes, absolutely. We started today off first thing in the morning with – well, so we finished last night just feeling horrible from <laughs> five glasses of champagne. Wait, I was telling someone else how funny it was that we, like, just had to take, like, an hour and a half off each. Like, I went and sat – you watched the, the whole Neil Brennan thing – Oh, yeah, and three I, like, mics, new stand-up special on Netflix. Because I felt so bad. And then we both decided that if we just, like, sat up really straight and, like, didn't look at each other, <laughs> well, we started to feel better. Yeah, sitting down how, after a how, lot of champagne. How, does, how did we both get so nauseous, champagne like, five hours later? Champagne fucked you up later. last Sunday when the, for the Patriots Super Bowl win. We were chugging champagne after drinking Bud, Bud Light, which is a weird... But I feel like I was passed out before I had... Uh, I think what happened is we started to experience the hangover while still awake same day normally you drink at night you go a little hard you sleep a, a lot of it off and then you wake up and you might still feel kind of bad for a couple hours in the morning but we like drank a lot chilled out a little in the day but didn't sleep anything off and then all of a sudden like the hangover started to roll in and we were well, we also didn't that. mention we had a hot dog we mentioned the buttered popcorn we didn't mention the hot dog or the pretzel or the so, coffee so i went from no carbs to just full-blown you know, the, people say, oh, how sugar and addiction. L this, the, look at this weekend that I went on. <laughs> if and you so, could see just like the, all the empty wrappers. And so last night we ended with Fool's Gold, which, by the way, if you haven't watched, 
I couldn't recommend it enough. So we started. We literally we watched had the most four different four different movies yesterday. That's really weekend. We really we had an amazing weekend. We're adults. <laughs> and, uh, anyway, Fool's Gold, great um, treasure hunt vehicle for um, Kate Hudson and Matthew McConaughey. I I could totally see them making another one. I posted. And most people like hate on rom coms or whatever, but I posted on Facebook like I'm going to start a Kickstarter for uh, for Fool's Gold too, and I had all these dudes like, "Yeah, man, do it!" Like, is that ten years old? Do you think it's uh, it's what nine, year it's nine years it old? It, was, it came out in 2008. Yeah, they so both looked really good. What they need, yeah, they'll have they need a kid. They need Fool's Gold too, where they have a kid, and the kid notices like a you know a doubloon. Is that what it's called? A doubloon? What's it called? Are you talking about like a gold coin? Yeah. Dabloon? Uh, Dabloon? I, I don't know. I'm probably Never so heard that wrong before. with Kabloon? <laughs> Dabloon. A I'm gold gonna, coin? Yeah. What's uh, you, what do you call a gold coin? A, you call it a gold coin. It's not a Dabloon? <laughs> if I search Dabloon and nothing, Google's like, sorry, we don't have a Dabloon. Uh, dub, uh, there's Dubloons, which means a uh, plural noun, a Spanish gold coin. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, look at that. good for you. Do, Dabloon. They said that last night at the movie? Is no, that how you heard no, no, that? No, no, no. They definitely didn't say it in the movie. I just randomly thought of a wow. doubloon. I thought it was going to tell you that it was like pants or That's something. That's one of those words that you say. The more you say it, you don't believe doubloon. it's a word. Doubloon. Doubloon. I do that with... Um, what's the word at Crunch? There's a, uh, in that, there's a, there's a word at, in the, at Crunch Gym... That's on the wall, and the more you read it, the more Namaste. it doesn't. Make... No, no, no. It's not. It's like a word that you read. Like, um, oh fuck. It's got like a couple. We like it's got a J in there between a couple other consonants, and it just doesn't look like it. When you say the word, it sounds. I have no clue what you're talking about. Like on nor- the wall, yeah. Is it like a no judgments or something like that? Maybe it's judgment. When you look at D G, no, I don't. I don't know. I'm real. I, f- I feel high right now, and I'm not <laughs> from your uh, herbal tea. Anyway, doubloon, a Spanish gold coin. The doubloon was a two escudo or thirty-two real gold coin weighing. Uh, this no one cares about this, but it's uh, a, a doubloon is worth around two grand. So anyway, in Fool's Gold Two, Matthew McConaughey. When Kate all Hudson, those gold coins come out of the blowhole, each one of those is worth two grand. So they're. G- this is what's going to happen. They're going to have a kid. They're gonna fall apart. It they're gonna get like in a fight or something. A Lohan. So they're not married anymore. Then the kid, the kid, they get pregnant in Fool's Gold One. Let's just assume. Oh, they did actually. Yeah, they do. The, oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> they do. They at got the end pregnant of the movie. at the end of the movie. Uh-huh. All right. So let's assume it goes into production. Blah blah blah. It's not gonna come out for three more. Why don't years. you write it, babe? I'm gonna write Fool's Gold. I need to stop this episode right now and not tell anyone. Yeah. Um, if anyone's uh, out there. Uh, this is serving as my patent right now. <laughs> this is my verbal patent. This could count. If That's I explain not how it, it works. if I explain it right now on air and people hear no, it, you have to mail it. No, that's a poor man's patent. This is a verbal patent. This is as good as a signed contract. You hear my voice. Should I we am start Dave looking Neal. for co-writers? No, I'm going to write it on the air right now uh, <laughs> with this rose petal tea. So uh, it's called it's called the lost doubloon. <laughs> and here's how it works. They have a do they have a daughter or are they twins? I think is a this a Beyonce is a, thing? Twins? Uh, whatever. All right, daughter. Yeah, because everything's gotta be feminist now. So they have a daughter. She's twelve, which means she's not she's kind of like about to hit puberty. Like all that stuff's happening. 
but she's not like a kid. Like you, like she could go to the beach by herself. So she's at the beach. She know, she sees her parents like every divorced kid, like whatever. She still has this little like innate desire. Why did they get divorced? They were so happy. They get divorced in the in the first one. It's just cyclical. So they're gonna get. So they're pulled. gonna get divorced again no, and remarried again. No, they never like officially got divorced in the first one. It was all just like no, they did. They officially got divorced and then they got married again. And then she was pregnant in her wedding dress. That okay, was the good. Insane. Yeah, good. So they got divorced again. So they're divorced and they're both like live. Li- they're they're super wealthy. So they have like their different things going on and maybe the wealth to, like kind of like national treasure how they all got wealthy and like parted ways so they're wealthy and they don't <laughs> they don't um they don't talk to each other but they have a daughter Haley with the gh spelling of Haley. h-a-y-l-e-i-g-h Haley is innately just interested in this stuff but Haley lives in like she's on spring break with her friends or whatever and they're all doing the spring breakers thing and of course what does Haley notice a fucking doubloon or a piece of a doubloon and she and she calls that ragtag team together, and for whatever reason, the only boat they could rent because it's spring break weekend. All the yachts are sold to all the gypsies and ever whoever you know, rappers and people who buy yachts or rent yachts. And um, and Haley, all they could get was like a pontoon boat, so they have to live together like on in the, the old pontoon. days on the pontoon. The doubloon on the pont, and then the pontoon's <laughs> called the doubloon. I should end this episode now. It's not going to be the pontoon. In the, that'll be the name of the episode. And people are like, what the? F- how's he going to tie in doubloon into this? Um, I wrote down some things to talk about today. So anyway, watch a shit ton of movies, and then today, uh, I love that we're just recapping uh, our weekend, our weekend to ourselves. That's how sad <laughs> this is. I feel so weird when we're talking. Oh, I wasn't even recording. That was all. No, I'm kidding. I was recording. That'd be really <laughs> sad if you missed that whole doubloon I debacle. Know. I'm gonna, yeah, I'll write that as a spec script. Sure. I love Matthew McConaughey. He was always in my top five of like dudes I'd want to go fishing with. Yeah, you definitely have a little bit of a man crush on him. Yeah, big man crush. And but those Cadillac commercials. Why is he always in water? What does Cadillac have to do with water? Maybe the one we like, just saw. He's like standing in three inches of water. His boots are getting wet. Maybe it's. Then he jumps into a pool, fully clothed. By the way, this tea bag keeps floating, and I can't fucking. What's it called when you tea bag the tea bag? Is that a verb? Tea bagging. What's it called again when you dip it? I, I There's don't no name for that. You're looking at me like I, I'm not, I don't know the right name, but I've spot on with doubloon, so I'm feeling pretty confident <laughs> in my English language right now. Anyway, so today we walked to California Donuts. Where they have an Instagram account. Right? They have like 100,000 people. People love California know, probably, Donuts. It's yeah. open 24 hours a day. There's a giant glass wall, and you, you talk through the glass wall like a bank teller and tell them what you want. And there's no speaker system. Like, you don't know what you're talking. They just, like, lip read you and know exactly what you want. It says they can hear us. But I couldn't see one microphone. They could just – I think they lip read us. So they they know exactly what we want. Uh, We were going to get two donuts. I was walking the dog, so I let you order. And you come back with a jalapeno croissant cheese witch thing and uh, green tea and five donuts. And so we've only got two and a half donuts left. Um, I think we did all right. I think we've shown off these donuts on past podcasts. Anyway, we come back from they're that. They're on my Snapchat. My friend Allie. Yeah, they're on ta- at, at Tasha TV if you want to gawk over uh, these. Uh, and the cinnamon rolls I stuck on the Snapchat. I didn't st- uh, Spoiler stick- alert. Nothing- we didn't get to the cinnamon rolls yet. No, nothing of consequence. No, like, music or conversation or really anything about what we did all day long, but, like, 40 pictures of food yeah. on, my, on today's Snapchat. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sorry for listening to this <laughs> and you, you're on your way to work and you didn't get breakfast yet and you're just like so hungry because who wouldn't want a jalapeno cheese croissant anyway my friend ali kubinski is in town she she works uh, she's like uh we we were we were resident assistants together in college so so she's like come out to brunch with us and we're like 
fuck, all right. Like, it was just continued our weekend of just not doing anything productive and having fun. And, and then at brunch, we got more cinnamon rolls because why not? Um, so I'm officially back on a diet after those donuts are gone. I yeah, can't all you need is like a little cheat day to make you feel completely nauseous. And you're drinking a skinny tea. Yeah, the which I tea. accidentally drank once and shit my pants for like a day and a half. I it went over the water. Did line you have in the, the tea? That's disgusting. It's that was a very graphic. Factual. Did you have the tea or did you have the little sticks? I was shitting out doubloons. The sticks. Um, I don't. I think I had the. St- I think I had the stick. No. Uh, you know, it was like what the yeah yeah it was a stick because it was I thought it, it was looks emergency. like emergency. Yeah. I thought I was drinking emergency and I accidentally drank skinny bitch tea or whatever it's called. Is it called skinny bitch? No, whatever it's called. Um, anyhow, so so we're so then to catch you guys all up, we just watched the Grammys and um, you enjoyed Beyonce. I enjoyed oh, Katy Perry, um, and then some other fun things. But um, I took some notes. Did I take notes? Oh, okay, so one guy said something cool. I'm I'm, try, I'm gonna try to tie it into the episode, but um. The guy from Twenty One Pilots, he's they were the guys who took their pants off. Yeah. And they said uh, anyone can do anything, which was just the simplest like quote. <laughs> I like that. Because his his whole thing was that they were in Columbus, Ohio, and they were at a Grammy party and their pants were off. They all noticed they were all yeah, like, they were in their just boxers, at one of the dudes' houses. Which is exactly what happens. And we were both watching it with our in pants our on. He watched TV with pants on. And then he's just like, anyone can. So they took their pants off. When, they said they would take their pants off when they won, which is just fucking amazing. Yeah. And, then and they followed Gordon, through. Yeah. So anyone can do anything. And then um, that maybe that'll be our um, mantra for today. Anyone can do anything. We got a, we got a uh, message uh, from Katie. Uh, she wrote in after last episode and said, your comparing relationships to video games made me cry. Which, uh, you know, I don't know. I was like, good I, thing. I so don't remember exactly what we were, you said. We were, you were talking saying about like how it, video games are like relationships and every, there's different levels. And you don't always, like, you don't bring them with you to different levels. So if you die, sometimes you have to go back and start over. What, I, what I th- were you comparing this the, to? Like, it wasn't not- a comparison so much as like when a, re- a relationship can end and that takes you to the next level. And that's the quote-unquote level of life. That's the video game is life. So... You can you can like travel through different levels with people. I'm not saying like, but in some relationships, you learn something, and by learning that, usually through the breakup or heartache or cheating or affair, whatever it is, you've accomplished that death. level, and now you can move on to your next challenge. Yeah, yeah, and that might not come with that person, whether they be divorced or deceased or or cheating on you or whatever it is, which ties in so much to this email that we got, uh, which I have to bounce on over to. So. So, uh, so our mantra is you can do anything. Uh, is that what I say? Anyone can do anything. Anyone can do anything. And then Katie, you know, not to make, you know, you, you said you were crying over what we were saying. Hopefully it wasn't, you know, I was hoping it would be like inspirational tears, but it sounded like, it sounded like it just, we just reached a chord, struck a chord with you with the fact that maybe, you know, I know Katie's talked to us in the past about her past relationship she talks about it a lot, Katie. I know you're listening, so I'm not talking shit behind your back. I'm saying it right to you. You're either not over it or you're still in love with what it was, and that, that level's no, I, over. The idea of a relationship. A lot of people have a hard time moving on because of the idea of what a relationship could have been. It could have been something really amazing, but it wasn't meant to be because it wasn't the right person or it wasn't the right time or whatever. But you still pine for like the, the, the what could have been. And so you have to, you know, you, everybody's searching for like yeah, a they're, magical they're relationship. They're looking for their fool's gold partner. To be honest, right? You're looking for someone to go on a treasure hunt with, right? 
I'd go on a treasure hunt with you. We'd pack the cooler, <laughs> get our skinny uh, tea uh, packets ready, and we would fucking go, you know. I would, yeah. That would, so you're looking, yeah, Katie, you're looking for your par- uh, partner in treasure. Uh, oh, it's 9.30 p.m. Tasha's got to take her birth control. <laughs> I don't know if they even heard that alarm, but I'm going to read this it. email. So you have, okay. a few, you have literally a few minutes. Yeah, yeah. For those listening, um, this is a long email. It's not as long. When the guy warned me, because we've been getting some long emails, sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com. This email, um, uh, he wrote this guy. Let's call him Brad. I think Brad's a good name. Uh, Brad wrote to us uh, a couple months ago, and... He um, he was looking for some advice. His wife was upset with him for some things. Uh, his wife was accusing him of looking at hot girls' Instagram photos. Which, by the way, Tasha, I've got. I look at men and women and memes and jokes and things like that on Instagram. I don't think would you really bust me? I mean, yeah, if I had it spread open to the her like you know uh, camel toe, you'd probably be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" But. Can can you really be mad at a guy for something like that? As simple as like. No, I think um, maybe it wasn't just looking at you know scrolling past someone's Instagram photo that would never bother me. But maybe he was looking at a specific person, someone that they both know, who maybe posts a lot of racy stuff, and and noticing that person's post all the time or yeah. looking so at she was seeking insecure. out those person's posts. It would have to be like a next level, right? Looking at a hot It'll, girl's booty. We're going to read this and be completely um, unbiased. Because uh, no one, everyone who has an issue in a relationship, you know, there's two sides to the coin. You know, there's two sides to the doubloon, to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> usually one, usually they're both in Spanish from the 17th century. <laughs> Worth $2,400. Oh, doubloon. I'm going to get a tattoo of a doubloon. <laughs> I, should, I should start handing out sex actually doubloons. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, like, like a for relationships. Yeah, one. like oh, that'd be great. Yeah, let's there get some go. dark chocolate custom made. No, but they need to have like some like special rewards, like a blowjob doubloon or something. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw them at you like a like I'm in a video, just like Scrooge McDuck, just spitting. <laughs> get a black at you. eye from a. <laughs> <laughs> me, I'm choking on my rose petals here. Uh, okay, I'm gonna read this email from. I'm calling him Brad. Uh, okay. This is from Brad. Uh, here we go. <clears throat> Actually, hold on one second. I'm gonna take a sip of my tea first. All right, email from Brett. Good afternoon, Tasha, or good afternoon, Dave and Tasha. He did say Dave first. I just naturally was going to say Tasha first, but anyway. Good afternoon, Dave and Tasha. I just got done listening to the latest episode with Heather Turman, and it made me want to give you all an update on where I am uh, right now in my marriage. After episode 170 was aired, I wanted to have my wife listen to it, but we got into an argument that night about another accusation of me looking up other women on Instagram. So looking up. Not scrolling past, not noticing, looking up. Sure, like but I think that's putting like, in their username and looking. Yeah, okay. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, was she wrong? Probably not. I have very few female friends on it, but they don't post sexy pictures. She might have been talking about when my guy friends post pictures of other females. Either way, what's the big deal? So since that okay. night, we've just been arguing about different things, and then the holidays came around, and we had family over, so we had to put up a front like everything's okay. Well, after the holidays, there was another argument, and we stopped talking to each other for few days and i really okay. started listening about why are we together i really started thinking about why are we together if we can't get along after one of the arguments my son comes up to me and says dad if you get divorced can i live with you uh, that's going to be part of the fool's gold too there's going to be a divorced son in it and it's going to be a cute little love thing all right i'm sorry i'm gonna okay no more interrupting it's a long email my fault i'm interrupting we can't we can't comment on it 
Yeah, you can comment on it, but okay. I, I'm just going to try to barrel through it. That's my own fault. I'm an asshole. That nearly... Okay, so uh, uh, that's, uh, if you get divorced, can I live with you? That nearly broke my heart to hear him say that. I thought to myself, not only are we hurting each other, but the kids are also being affected. So the first week of January, we had a talk on the front porch after my wife got off of work that night. And I told her I wanted out of the marriage because I don't love her anymore. She looked at me like this came out of nowhere. She started crying and she took off to her friend's house. Do you think he's just worn down from like the constant fighting and whatever? Do you think it's really like fallen out of love? Or do you think think a lot of times men just become robots? Like, yes, honey, whatever you want, honey, sure, honey. And we build resentment sometimes. And I mean that like, you know, don't take us like, don't think, don't think about us right now. I'm just thinking in general, men are just like, what the fuck does this chick need to be happy? And women can be complacent and vice versa. Male row, female roles. Women can well, get sick of a man's shit. Well, it takes two people to keep a relationship lively. Yeah. And so I feel like if some you, you – it's very easy to like lose the spark, to lose like the, the stuff that's romantic, to forget to do the little things that are special for each other. To and forget correct me to if make... I'm wrong, but I think Brad is the guy who like gave up some of his music. Like, you remember he was pursuing music and stuff, and he gave it up for this relationship. So there's always going to be resentment. And the things that you don't even know you feel, like, just because you're not necessarily pursuing the life you want to live, you feel like it's the other person's fault. Again, that just happens. It doesn't mean it's a bad thing, but when you acknowledge it and go, oh, my gosh, I love this person, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, let's keep going. I know it hurt her so much to hear me say it, but I felt so relieved. I think I was feeling like that for much longer than those three months of arguing. But I was also confused. In every argument, she would always mention how bad of a person I was and lousy husband. The next night, we talked again and discussed the living situation. She broke down crying again, saying she doesn't want me to go because she can't function without me. Well, she also has a history of self-inflicting pain in the past, and I couldn't risk her doing something stupid while I'm at work. And she's at home with our baby, so I agreed to continue living together. In my head, I was thinking, I'll just stay until she soaks this all in, and when I know she'll be fine, and then I'll know she'll be fine without me. I completely stopped being intimate with her and was having no sex. A week or two goes by, and we had a conversation of why we think this happened. She starts, Excellent. Come yeah, talk about yeah. it. She starts apologizing for her previous actions and the things she used to say to me. She also mentioned how she started realizing how much I was doing, like managing our finances because she had no clue of the things we owe and how much I have to pay each month. Also realizing that I was maintaining the car so it doesn't break down. She threw me for a loop when she started contacting people from my church and asking for help. Mind you, I stopped going to church about two months before because before this happened. And not only that, but she disliked the people at this church and would rarely come with me and the kids for service. So anyways, one of the ministers contacted me and wanted to meet up to talk about my marriage. I'm like, all right, I'm curious to hear what he has to say. Before I get to the next part, here's a little background about my faith and religion. I was raised Catholic by my mother, but when my son was born, my dad started coming into my life and trying to help me out. He invited me to his church. It was a Christian Baptist church. Not that it matters, but we were going to an all-black church with us being the only Mexicans and my wife being the only Caucasian. We loved this church. We were going for a few years, but there were things that I didn't agree with. Like most religions, they frown upon gays, having sex before marriage, living together before marriage. So there's a period where we stopped going to church because we don't agree with those beliefs. I know that there's a God, and I also know he loves everyone regardless. I probably only believe half of what the Bible says. I mean, come on. It was written by man and rewritten over the years. So anyways, I wanted to go back to church because I want my kids to grow up with faith. But, I also, but of course, I also talked to my son after the service about my beliefs that contradict what the church might say. So back to the meeting with his minister. He started preaching and quoting the Bible. It was just going in one ear and out the other. Then I got a call from our old pastor from the Baptist church. Now he was keeping it real with me. He believed... Uh, 
He said, I believe in marriage, but I do not condone a marriage where one is getting verbally abused. Now you do what you need to do to be happy because happiness is what God wants. So weeks go by and my wife just starts being extra friendly and kind to me. She starts going to church with the kids. I have all these people from church hitting me up. We missed you today. Then she brought up marriage counseling and I agreed to go. Oh, yes. Praise Jesus. (laughs) sometimes you just need a little help it's great that she reached out and to the pastor and asked for help because sometimes you you can't do it all on your own like we try and like sweep all of our problems under the rug and like keep it behind closed doors but sometimes you just need like a professional perspective like an outsider someone who's not involved perspective to help get you guys back on track all right we're almost done with this the only reason i agreed uh, they're like wait the, the letter's not over no it's gone we're almost there the only reason I agreed to marriage counseling was because of uh, what if I am the one that's in the wrong? I want to know for sure that I'm not in love with her. So we go, and I told the counselor, yes, I haven't been romantic. I have become desensitized to how she feels, and honestly, I really don't care about what she thinks about me anymore. But these feelings didn't happen overnight. There was a time where I felt I was the best husband, and she can agree with me, but years of negativity just made me slowly stop doing those things. Here's an example of how negative she was. We'd go get some fast food, and when she opened the bag, her fries would be upside down, and she'd say, that fucking bitch did it on purpose. <laughs> uh, I, by the way, when I read this, I thought Tasha would say the same fucking thing. No, I absolutely no, would we, not. We said this. Tasha would say the bitch is dumb. Right. I would say that the person was probably a dummy who yeah. put the fries in the bag upside down. Anyway. But I don't think that I would think that anybody did it on purpose. That fucking bitch did it on purpose. Or <laughs> we'll go to the mall and we'll pass a group of females laughing. And then she would say, those bitches are laughing at me. I know it. Don't get me wrong. My wife is a wonderful person once you get to know her and she gets to know you. All right. So where was I going with all this? Oh, yeah. I was just making a point of years of negativity made me become this heartless person towards her. So a couple sessions of counseling made her realize the person she was, and I noticed the person she was changing to. Little by little, I started falling back in love with her. Now I'm thinking, okay, things might have been shitty these past few years, but if she's putting in an effort to change, the least I can do is do the same. So I told her this is one of the sessions. So I told her this in one of the sessions, and I also told her she's going to have to be patient with me. I'm also going to start going to therapy for myself. Maybe there's things in my life that I have been affected that have been affecting me and I just want to be the best person I can be. I want to thank you both for your time you you put into making these episodes. You both are awesome. Thank you, Chad. That's so Yeah, I got kind of awesome. cheery. I got kind of teary-eyed when I read it because you know, you start thinking like he's got a baby, he's got a kid, he's you know, and not to say that like raising your kids as divorced parents like that's healthier. That's healthier than raising them in your what your situation was. And you wanted a change. And I'm not saying it's the, all, it was all the lady's fault, but you weren't happy with the way she was treating you. And it was enough that you wanted to walk. And you should pray gratitude that she was willing to work on things and not just think, all right, here this guy goes. That you both were. That the circumstances worked out. That you stuck it out for a little while. Let things cool off. Sought out some help. And now are working through it. Because it really does. It takes, it takes two. It takes both parties wanting it to work and and wanting to make the changes that need they need to make for themselves and then and to show each other appreciation and it's not over and who knows maybe they'll maybe they'll get divorced you know what i mean but like he's at least uh knowing okay i'm gonna go to therapy and find out what's wrong with me and she's uh doing the same do the same and maybe you guys stop taking each other for granted you know maybe you stop Maybe, you know, maybe what you both need to do is, like, have your own hobbies and come back to each other with, like, 
what you've learned about life. It's so easy to get just like really overwhelmed by like the little banalities of life, like the mundane in and out every day, work, bills, stress, whatever that can really weigh weigh you down. And I think it's important to like do a little self-reflection every once in a while. And also, therapy is a great place for that. You know, it's a lot of what you said her fear was is like if you left, she doesn't know how to do car maintenance or pay the bills. You should and you should enable her to help you with that without and not not in a way where you where you like, I'm going to leave you. So I want you to know how to do this. You should like let her help you with all those things just so you both know that the reason you're staying together isn't because she needs you. Do you know what I mean? Like you need each other. I don't think other. that's what it is. No, no, but but he he was like, all right, and then she didn't know how to do all this, and she was freaking out, and so I stayed with her. Um, it sounds like she's got her own issues that she's working with a therapist about the whole like self inflicting pain and all that stuff. That's that's no reason for you to stay, but I understand that you want to make have her get help, and that's that seems to be what's happening. So I know we're gonna have to get an update from you, but as of right now, happy Valentine's Day. That sounds pretty cool. Um, that, no, that's not the end of the episode. That was just me wishing you specifically and your wife a happy Valentine's Day. Uh, we've got some chocolate doubloons to send to you uh, <laughs> that we'll get out there. Um, and uh, anyway, va- fuck Valentine's Day, first of all. So I'm trying Because I'm trying to it's do some... It's a nice day. I'm trying to it's do Catholic, some... It's Catholic, right? It's St. Valentine. It's okay, your so people. Okay, so apparently two dudes named Valentine were both murdered by, by like, the state in in like the 1300s so they were became martyrs because they were gay no i'm not it wasn't like they weren't together. it wasn't two dudes named valentine that were together there was like literally two separate guys named valentine so when they're tracing back to like how did valentine's day start it was just they they it's saint valentine yeah but it became saint valentine okay so let me just read you some i got some valentine's day facts for all of you uh i feel like i'm filibustering but i just I, we never covered valentine i'm drinking bros petals um Anyway, um, Valentine's Day started with a saint, not Cupid. Yeah, we know that. So let me go to number. Valentine's Day may, may have been inspired by two different saints. There are about a dozen St. Valentines or variations of Valentine, including Pope Valentine. Little is known about Pope Valentine. He served 40 days in A.D. 827. Wow. Wow, 40 days as the Pope. I hope Trump lasts that long. I hope... Pope Trump only goes 40 days. Uh, Valentine we celebrate is most likely, but not certainly, related to St. Valentine of Rome, who was imprisoned during the reign of Claudius II for aiding Christians who were being persecuted by Claudius in marrying Christian couples in Rome. All right, so he was a dude that was, you know, marrying couples. That's cool. Valentine also attempted to... What? No, but who was persecuting them? Uh, who was persecuting uh, Christians? Christians were being persecuted by Claudius. Who's but what was Claudius that he didn't like Christians? He was the reign. Claudius was in charge. I don't know. No, click on it. Isn't, it no, that I can't link click, to him. No, it doesn't link to. Cla- we'll get into oh, Claudius. All right. Valentine attempted to evangelize. Valentine also attempted to evangelize to Claudius too, which resulted in Claudius demanding the priest renounce Christianity or face execution. What was he though? Muslim? Who was Claudius? Claudius was probably just a just yeah. You search fucking Claudius. I don't know Claudius too. Uh, we don't know. Valentine A refused. Roman emperor from 41 to 54. Wow, that was fast. Julio-Claudian dynasty, son of Drusus and Antonia Meyer. Okay, okay, we don't need the whole fucking I know, lineage. I'm just... Claudius is on Match.com. So Claudius was a Roman Empire, and it's and, and old boy Valentine was just trying to marry couples. Valentine refused um, to for all that and was executed on February 14th, sometime between 269 and 280. 
Uh, Valentine derives from the Latin word Valentinus, meaning worthy, strong, and powerful. Some believe celebrating Valentine's Day in mid-February began with the commemoration of two death anniversaries of two St. Valentines, who were both martyred, 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 martyred in the third century within a few years of each other on February 14th. Some, some say Valentine's Day originated with the Roman feast of Luper, Lupercalia, where Roman men would sacrifice goats and dogs and hit women with the animal hides while drunk and naked, which the women believed made them fertile. <laughs> uh, this, is a, this is a thing. This, so men, okay, so Valentine, some think Valentine's, I have to repeat that. So, so basically, this is like the Roman men. Yeah, Roman men would set, would kill goats Rome, and dogs. Did they believe in like the old Roman many gods? Probably, yeah. I'm okay. Ge- no, this is so that's that, why this they hate it. Longer. I don't know. Uh, and then they would they would beat they would they would kill the dogs and then hit women with the animal animal hides while drunk and naked. And then the women were believed to have been made fertile. I just read a book that had some of that in it. She crazy. The Christian church later decided to Christianize Lupercalia, aligning it with the mid-February feast of St. Valentine. This is what Christianity does. And I'm not trying to get all religious whatever, but we just take different religions and we mash holidays together. Because you can't have a holiday every day. So like, all right, you've been throwing, you've been killing your goats and slapping them on chicks' shins and then fucking them. Okay, well, we got a guy named Valentine who's been marrying people. We accidentally killed him, so now everyone loves St. Valentine. Let's make this the same day. That makes sense. So then who comes along? Who comes along in 1913? Who do you think came along? Hallmark. <laughs> I, jumped, I jumped a few generations. So basically, handmade cards were exchanged as tokens of affection in the 15th century. In the 17th century, on February 14th, people in Great Britain started the tradition of exchanging cards and letters. And then in the United States, the holiday caught on. And in 1913, in Kansas City, Missouri, Hallmark cards began to mass-produce Valentine's. St. Valentine is the patron saint of love, young people, engaged couples, and happy marriage, but also of beekeepers, epilepsy, plague, traveling, and fainting. They don't tell you that on the card. I, I, I did find the religious section. Were you listening to anything no, I just said? No, I was I'm sorry. Saint I was still Val- reading. You got to read in between the lines. St. <laughs> Valentine is the patron saint of love, young people, engaged couples, and happy marriage, but oh. also of beekeepers, epilepsy, plague, traveling, and fainting. So we should celebrate bees on Valentine's Day because bees are very important yeah, for old, keeping all of us alive. Yeah, they, they uh, basically puke on things and then we eat that. We put that in our tea, right? We put, put some honey in your tea. Would you have some honey in your tea? Adele. Adele. Hello from the other side. Uh, so did you have anything to add? You were just reading about Claudius? Now no, you know. I mean, yeah, they, he still believed in like the old many gods and he persecuted all religions who, who were around basically. Let's see. Hold on. Let me ask you this. Um, because he expelled foreign astrologers reading. at the same time rehabilitated the old Roman soothsayers known Love as Herispices. I think podcasters are he the was especially hard on druidism. Um, what, what did he, he do that expelled was Jews from Rome. All right. Well, he did something right. Oh, stop! I'm kidding. Please write so a review. So apparently, so we don't like him. He's a bad guy. He said he refused the request of Alexandrian Greeks to get a, dedicate a temple to his divinity, saying that only gods, plural, may choose new gods. So basically... So it was like old Roman. Okay, well, 
I feel like everyone's dumber for trying to listen to us explain who Claudius II was. The yeah, point sorry is, about it, that. <laughs> we tried. We tried our best. Uh, but the point is, is that Valentine, in all of his many forms, we've turned. We've turned. You know, the corporatizing of Valentine's Day is horrible. You know what I mean? So like Claudius killed these guys named Valentine. Well, he ordered their death. I'm sure he didn't get his own sword dirty. But for yeah. why? Because they were Christians. Because, because Valentine was trying to knock up. He was trying to marry people. And in oh. and, and, and like his love and Christianity, he was trying to evangelize. Like Claudius, hey, I got this thing called Christianity. Do unto others what you would want to do unto them. And then he undid to him his neck. And <laughs> oh, boy. And now we celebrate bees. And, and now we celebrate epilepsy on February 14th. So um, I don't know. I mean, Valentine's, I mean, here's the thing. It's it's sickening to see all the K's commercials and all this and that. You yeah, said, you roll your eyes so hard because I understand. Every time a I understand the marketing on. behind it. And Valentine's is about putting pen to paper and writing someone a love letter. Valentine's is about you know what I mean. Like my mom, my my stepdad would always get my mom roses, and he would get roses for my sisters. And of course. Of, as a kid, I felt left out. Of course, Even, I don't want. Ro- I don't want want roses. You wanted a love letter no, from your dad. No, I didn't want any of that. I just, it's just you're just gonna feel left out if someone gets flowers. I mean, I don't want flowers. But no, it, it's about telling the people that you love that you care about them, and right. that's why there's a, a thing called Valentine's Day now. So, like a lot of times, girls will like go out with their girlfriends, especially if they're single, and they celebrate. Valentine's Day together, Galentine's Day with the people that they love. And in in the whole single awareness day, I know it stands for sad, but the whole like what? single awareness day, when is SAD. That? That's on Valentine's Day. That's like what that's like what That sounds like a curmudgeon P P S A. Like single you know, it sounds sad. Singles awareness. No, it's just a you know, it's just a funny way of saying like who who gives a fuck? Like everyone's got people they love in their lives, whether or not it's on on a yeah, on but a the level. point is that you tell them that you love them or but you show know, when, them when that people, you love them. When people when you share love, other people can, can can, like kind of project their own like disdain because they don't have that and that's fine and i'm not like when i watch like a, that's just called being like a cold-hearted human being everybody loves somebody well or they love their dog well, but how no how how annoying is it ladies listening right because men i don't think care but ladies how annoying is it when the the job you work at like say you work in an office i used to you know i worked in an office you'd see like everyone was trying to get a bouquet of flowers and shit so is it about your husband loving you or your boyfriend loving you or is it about feeling validated within your group do you know what i mean well i guess in that situation it's possible that there are you're going to have some like show offy kind of people but we don't have the type of show offy jobs where like you know flowers get sent to your office like they come out of my hot trunk and i try to <laughs> not kill them right away like that's there's no there's nothing great We're keeping that basil alive yeah we got basil that hasn't died yet and it's uh, been like three yeah, weeks we, we that's like, a record we live in the part of los angeles where the air is so bad we can't keep a rosemary plant alive but uh we're breathing it folks um so anyway happy early valentine's to you you got me a couple to of me? gifts yeah you got me a couple of gifts mm-hmm. i don't know what they are um Just little things but I tell you this, I'm not going to open them without a love letter. And I know... I'm not writing a love letter. I'll get you a card. I think it's a song. I'm not going to write you a love song, <laughs> but you asked for it and you need one. Who's the artist? Um, Katy Perry? No. no. I'm not going to write you a love song. Oh, it's uh, And she has a brother. Oh, it's going to kill me. I don't know. Her Doesn't name. she have a brother? I have no clue. Oh, jeez. Is it, um, it's not like a Tory. Oh, she fuck. came out at the same time as Colby Calais. That's what I was, it was thinking. It like her and another one. And, you know, I'm thinking of. But I'm, she plays the piano. I'm not going to write you a love song. Just keep talking. 
And she, I think the music video, she, she's like, there's a piano on a truck or something. There's, there's probably 15 people yelling it to us right now. <laughs> Sarah Bareilles. Yeah, okay. Uh, anyway. Oh, but is that maybe not that? I don't think that was the one I was thinking of. That was not what you were thinking of? Um, well, anyway, I'm not asking for a fucking love song, but you could write me a nice, um, I feel like you could write me a nice love letter. Oh, the great, this is, uh, you know, I try to play the fucking song and it goes to the whole, now there it is. <laughs> okay, babe. Don't get us kicked off iTunes. <laughs> I will get us kicked off iTunes <laughs> just to get a love letter in. Anyway. I'll write you a sweet card. Oh, please. Thank you. I'll read it to everyone. Oh, you don't get your finger Sorry. out of my tea. This is sex, actually. Everyone have a great Valentine's Day. Everyone have an amazing day. Tell your mom you love her. Tell your friends you love them. And uh, keep spreading love uh, each and every day. It's not going to trip if I'm talking on, on, on top of it. No, but it's just loud and it's distracting. That's too me. loud and distracting? Anyway, um... Anything at you? Any words of wisdom you want to give people for Valentine's Day? Beyonce, we love you. <laughs> that is literally nothing to do. Okay, words of wisdom for Valentine's Day. Um, for the single people, don't despair. Your love is out there somewhere. Just keep doing you. Ask for it, cause you need one. I love that she's singing to a 31-year-old male right now. Uh, that's me, folks. Uh, write me a love song. Um, yeah, I mean, if you if you have that love, just be grateful for it and honor it, and uh, you know, try to try to keep each other the best version of themselves and shooting for good things, and don't get sucked into that hole of complacency. You know, that's 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 the saddest thing that can happen when two people get together. They get all fat and old together. Well, that sounds like the best thing. You want a sad love story? Go watch Age of Adeline <laughs> or Fool's Gold. Either one. Um, this has been episode 202. 202. 202. We're uh, 101 Dalmatians times two. That's what that is. Um, I'm just gerrymandering at this point. Is yeah. that a correct term? That means like moving the political lines <laughs> where you vote so that to, or in order to swing elections, it's a all bad right. thing. So I'm filibustering then. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh boy, we lost you all today. So look, thanks so much for listening. We're doing this twice a week. This is our uh, February 13th episode, the day before Valentine's Day. You can write us a Valentine. Best Valentine you can send is just to promote us to your friends on social media. I'll give you a doubloon. I'll give you a chocolate sex actually doubloon. Uh, Tasha Courtney at Tasha Courtney Instagram, Tasha TV, uh, Snapchat. You go check out those donuts we've been putting down our old pie hole. Um, D Neils on Instagram, Twitter. Dave Neal on Facebook. We have Sex Actually pod on instagram and twitter that's all the promotions i think we need to do uh, a lot of people have been watching these videos not every episode is video this is an audio only episode but they're all available on youtube as well as the facebook uh, sex actually page so go check those out give them some love so many people are writing in and commenting we appreciate it so much so again what's what what's the uh, uh what's the mantra we're ending on anybody can do anything <laughs> Boom. That's it, folks. Have a good one. We'll see you next time. Happy Valentine's Bye. Day. A love song today. Yay. Yay.